Want to hear more of Totsky's infamous nonsense ranting? How about Tito's smooth and sensible debates? Well, now you can listen to the Wood Buffalo discussions live on your mobile phone or device with Stitcher, the mobile app that allows you to listen to this and other great podcasts, news radio shows, or live streams all from the comfort of your hand. With Stitcher, you can listen to your favorite radio programs and podcasts anytime, anywhere you want. You can choose from the latest in news, sports, talk, business, and entertainment from the media industry's premier content providers. It's the easiest way to stay connected to the world while on the go. The latest episode of YMM Podcast is always available for you. No syncing needed and no memory or storage wasted. Available for the iPhone, iPad, Palm Pre, Android device, and BlackBerry. Downloading is easy. Go to Stitcher.com or wherever you download your favorite apps on your mobile device. Stitcher and the YMM Podcast. The smarter way to listen to the issues of the Great White North. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Hey folks, Toski from the Wyman Podcast, bringing you another intro into another issue of the Cinephiles. I believe this is issue six, if that's what we're going to go with for wordplay. Um, it's our Avengers review. It's our Avengers review episode, and it's going to be uh, a simply total geek fest. You're looking at an hour of us just jerking off to Josh Whedon. <laughs> so, yeah. Turn up your shit because it's going to be pretty epic wide. Um, we recorded this a couple weeks ago with the, during the opening of uh, Avengers. Uh, we actually intermingled the recording with uh, an episode of the Wyman podcast, so that's why I'm doing the intro now because you'll just hear us just go right into it. Um, at the dining room tables, uh, enjoying this total nerd fest is uh, Tito, Stacy, Steve Reeve, Ashley, and uh, of course uh, me and uh, we recorded it I believe it was May 6th so it's a couple days after the uh, the opening weekend uh, where it was quite literally raking in uh, every piece of money in this world uh, just disappears you, you, if you just put some money on the table you'll just see fucking Iron Man come and pick it up because that's quite how literally how much money this movie's been making right now um great episode you really hear us geek out to it it's it's really cool uh it's our official review which is kind of interesting because actually this our cinephiles 2 the second version of cinephiles uh is when we first started talking about avengers and i believe it was last june when we when we did that one and uh we actually aired the first trailer that hit i believe it was just before it was coming into comic-con so uh, you it's pretty cool to listen to uh, cinephiles 2 and then listen to this one because it's quite literally a year before when we were really getting excited and then listen to this cinephiles and quite literally hearing uh, hearing us blow our loads to the movie. So it's like a year of foreplay and uh, it's really worth the listen. <laughs> I should definitely stop with the sex references. So yeah, 
we kind of jump right into it, so you'll just hear us start talking about it right away. Uh, definitely, definitely, spoiler alert, folks, because we there's not one ounce of this movie that we don't talk about. So even if you didn't see Avengers, just listen to us, and, you, and you'll pretty much get the whole movie. But definitely go see it uh, after you listen to this podcast. So check it out. Cinephile 6, our official Avengers movie review. Before we cut her, I think the one we thing we must... What? Are we going to cut it? No, but it's just, well, there's one other very important issue that we need to discuss. <laughs> okay. A very interesting movie that we Are all... Are you talking about the Avengers? Are you talking about the Avengers? Huh? Huh? Can we talk Before about the Avengers, Spoiler alert. Okay, go. Yeah, spoiler alert to everyone. Yeah. But yeah, even though, like... If you haven't six, seen it this weekend, pause the podcast right now, go, go to the next show movie. of Avengers, <laughs> then come back home and play the podcast. For the love of God, please. Watch Sneak it. in if you want, though, because we've got beer bits going on this. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Sneak. Oh yeah, I guess I'm the I'm the only one that called it for number one. Hey? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but oh, you still yeah, got four others that got a match in a place. No, it could be a huge Batman. summer overall, right? Like Batman. if anything, this is just the t- if if this is any indication, it's like the thing Batman. is these movies have been working for a while, <laughs> right? Keep so. saying Batman. From what yeah. we're talking about, we're talking about a bet. Uh, check out uh, Santa Files Batman. episode five, where we kind of do a preview of the summer movies. But we're gonna put this right into the YMN podcast because this is absolutely important. Speaking of the arts. Thursday, uh, accumulation of over what four years? For uh, five, five, actually more like eight years of planning and uh, five years of actual movie releases, where uh, Marvel has uh, got, went independent as a studio and decided to uh, basically, which I think is the best thing about this movie is they actually did it. They they built up to it and they did it at, like a comic book arc. Basically, they, did. they, they did. had separate yep. titles, so Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, like individual titles, which were doing their own thing, and they were leading links. towards a major crossover Seamlessly. event. There was some links. <laughs> yeah, and that's the beauty of it. The the seamless, basically, you're getting bits and pieces of every movie. You're like, how is this all tying? How you know? Sometimes even just after the credits, in a quick two second blurb mm-hmm. is the only connection between exactly. the movies. Exactly, yeah. but it's a big connection. And the beauty is the fact that it, um, uh, the beauty is that it all tied in so perfectly. And even if you weren't following the movies, it's just a really good. It does stand alone. Summer movie. It can. So Avengers came out finally, <laughs> <laughs> and we all went to go see the Thursday night midnight that's show in various locations. That's where paused already went. and gone to see it. Please fucking go already. <laughs> that's where me and Tito went over the weekend. We go for Scarlet had to alone. go check out the midnight mm, yeah. show, oh, and, and if if you're if you're going to check out a midnight show and you got to go balls deep, and it's got to be IMAX. Yeah, a, a, a little bit of the background is what, what's interesting is a lot of uh, this movie, like we were saying in the yeah, cinephiles, even is yeah, uh, the biggest thing I had working against itself. <laughs> sorry, I just we're just jealous of the just IMAX. One of the things I had working against it was a lot of people were saying, "How is this movie going to work with so many characters and so many lead characters Big interacting?" Jokes. But the, I, I think uh, it's a testament to uh, the the talented writing of Joss Whedon, where he wrote the movie yeah. like a. Comic. Zach. He did. Mm-hmm. It, he, uh, he sort of morphed the story yeah. of Zach Penn, right? Yeah. His name Zach Penn because he wrote the original script, and then once they hired on uh, Josh, Josh as the uh, they couldn't director. have they couldn't have gotten a better. Right? I mean, I'm a huge mm-hmm. Josh Whedon fan, yeah. period. But at the same time, all, he he knows how to write strong female characters that are multidimensional. He knows how to write for ensemble casts, as we saw with um, Dollhouse and with mm-hmm. Firefly, especially. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that was a little bit of Firefly's downfall, was that they had nine main characters, plus the I'm, ship was kind of a well, character. I'm wondering, just on a quick side note, I'm wondering if the success of Avengers is going to make a, sh- a, a rocket 
it for like fucking two hundred point three million dollars dom- um, domestically in, two day, in America in two, day release, in two yeah. days of release. I think that's a pretty big. Uh, mm-hmm. It already has the biggest opening of all time for weekend. But I'm wondering if it's going to bump up. Like, I think so. Oh yeah. Like, like, oh fuck. I'm going to watch he, Serenity. Now he can call right? a shot. His next project is completely up to him, yeah. and uh, he has the option to direct Avengers two in 2014, which is actually really quick. It, like I'm like, wow. How are they going to get to that? That fast, that but they soon. left a big teaser at the end of uh, Avengers. The yeah. um, the movie itself was it, it was it had everything you wanted. It's got action. It's got loads of fucking action, and it's to me like it's poignant. It, to me, funny. as you can tell by Michael Bay, anyone can do a fucking action movie. It had heart. It had it mm-hmm. had it was developed. Now, part of that I do believe is from the previous movies. Like, I don't know if the character development is still there. If, to go if they had just tried to come in with the Avengers standalone, even if they'd had a couple of other properties like Iron Man out there. Um, I it just it like we've been saying it's also a standalone movie you can go see it and enjoy mm-hmm. it in and of itself but really the enjoyment comes out of the character development from the previous movies yep. some of them yeah. origin stories some of them po- just post origin stories yeah. Yeah. all coming together so interaction that, yeah. very very smart of Whedon that I noticed is he he drew what was important from the other movies very strategically throughout it like yeah. it, especially in the interaction it's like basically the reason part of the reason why Tony Stark is so, is so cocky is finally kind of like uh, developed in this movie in the fact that like his father's obsession was Captain America his whole life so he was kind of like I need to be bigger than Captain America right and Good like you, you see that right yeah. as soon as they start interacting right. yeah. where Tony Stark is basically talking down to Cap and he basically brings it up he's like you're a test tube yeah. essentially right Everything that, you, everything that you are came from a test tube, yeah, and, and, from a bomb. yeah. So it's it was very and plus they they you know you how you were saying how Thor doesn't fit in. He fits in perfectly to the main plot of this movie. He basically said it's like a year ago we found out that aliens existed. No, that's true. And basically You're Thor right. and his brother became pivotal to the plot of this movie. Yep. Right? Yeah, so, they did. Well, Loki is clearly the uh, main pro- uh, antagonist. And mm-hmm. yeah, big fucking kudos to Tom Middleton because he's, he's insane. I saw man. a hilarious oh, picture today of him in the Loki costume. Um, um, clearly, it must have been between takes in New York. Um, and there's a little kid, tiny little kid, like five years old, in a Captain America costume with his fist out. And Tom's on the ground pretending he was just no. bested, bested by the first That's Avenger. So cool. And I'm like, that, he's such an awesome actor no, and, and he, an awesome person. He's been person. tweeting really, really he, awesomely about the movie, too. He fucking nailed it, man. That one scene where he got the Hulk, like where his mission was to get the Hulk going mm-hmm. on the ship. And he just heard the roar. Just that fucking smile. Oh, he nails that role to a T. And and uh, speaking of the Hulk, uh, so Mark Ruffalo really grabbed that ball and ran with it, didn't he? And, well, and now he signed up for six movies, including this, though, the Avengers. Wouldn't Avengers not have just elevated the, just that one more notch if that wasn't fucking Edward Norton interacting somebody with that I talked to Somebody that I talked to today would completely disagree with that because they don't like Edward Norton at all. No, it, it was complete. It, it, like, honestly, he, he did, did good. I'm just saying. Imagine it was fucking RDJ well, and Edward Norton do the back and here's forth. The way I, here's the way I interpreted it. Um, when when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, okay, so uh, basically Bruce Banner has gone to the point where, and this is result in the third act. It, this comes to light where basically he's acting a lot differently than he did from Incredible Hulk. Why is that? And there was the big, uh, you know, enigmatic scene at the end of Incredible Hulk where he's smiling and it looks like he's about to change. And of On course, purpose. going into the third act, you know, it's like, what's my secret? I'm always angry. So <laughs> the big implication is he's finally controlled it. And you know, <laughs> I, 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 someone was telling me, well, he changed in the health area, but that wasn't him. 
that was Loki manipulating all of them, specifically yeah. him too, right? So well, clearly, with there's the scene with the scepter there that has the sort exactly. Of power he was of the about tesseract. to do it. Yeah, well, he was it, about to do it. He was going to show them all. You guys want to see my secret? And he's about to change. Except they found the yeah. The so it's cube. essentially it, 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 like I really like that because it's a big character jump in the fact that we get that re, uh, re, uh, resolution from from the Incredible Hulk where he's he's developed he because the whole the main plot of the Incredible Hulk was he wanted to get rid of it. He wanted to get rid of... Remember, he, he didn't want to control it. He wanted to get rid of it. At the end of the or movie... Or get rid of himself. He cultivated yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he still well, wants he to do that in Avengers, though. Do you not remember the scene between him and, and Stark? He when? still wants to get rid of it. No, he didn't say that. He said he's basically... He's learned to live with it at that yeah. point. Remember, he's like, I'm helping people. He's he's learned... He's like, I, I'm not going to be able to get rid of this thing, so I might as well learn to deal with it. That was the yeah. direction that the Hulk TV show from the... I, either late 60s or early 70s took and, and that I think episode that, by episode he was traveling around helping people once he and that scene came is to very terms. important because Robert Downey Jr. basically tells him he's like listen uh, I really love that line where it's like who saved your life that day when you got uh, the gamma exposing it was the other guy yeah. and basically implying that the Hulk can be used as a force for good right yeah. which mm-hmm. he did in, in Harlem right when he defeated the abomination yeah, yeah. right so just really cool moments because uh, Joss Whedon basically uh, told this story from the perspective of a comic book fan. There's so many really great moments that feed from the mythos of the movies leading up to it. Yep. No, it, it, like, and uh, I got to say also the action towards the the third act there, or the big uh, climactic ac- action scene. There is a couple of shots where they seamlessly jump from Avenger to Avenger oh, doing their oh, own thing, yeah. and that it is insanely oh, really? well done. That yeah. insanely Amazing. seamless. Yeah, that sequence yeah. will make any comic book fan. Uh, that that is worth that seeing. Advanced. That is worth every dollar to go see the movie alone. Is oh for my god, just that scene. The 3D was yeah. good. It wasn't. It was converted 3D, which I well, uh, it, as Tito's like you heard me yeah. bitching about it, but you said it was supervised. I read an ar- I read an article where I, guess I was impressed with converted. Titanic 3D so they're really learning how to do that true, better yeah. and better J- Joss Whedon um, Joss Whedon apparently he supervised the 3D process and whenever a scene looked uh, too 3D or it just didn't work he would say uh, what is it the D's are not 3 so like he he basically yell at whoever was he's like the D's they're not three so the idea was like they they, they he, he yeah. was really controlling where the depth was going or, oh, uh, that's for so each cool. scene right and he did good it it looked it looked brilliant the the writing to have the scroll as the as the, like the army the Chitari, it, yeah. fit, it fit good it, like I said everyone was asking why I only gave it a four point five uh, there was a couple weak moments which I thought could have used some more uh, the Thor entrance I don't know it, it was a build up to it was a build-up to that. He literally destroyed the Asbridge. Yeah. The Bifrost. Bifrost. The Bifrost, sorry. yeah. The Bifrost, he destroyed that. And so we're all kind of thinking, how and is he going to enter its back? I think that's going to be answered that, in Thor 2. And when you made that point, it kind of it, it kind of brought me back from giving it just a four. But uh, Well, it, doesn't the Infinity... The Infinity Gauntlet? The Infinity Gauntlet make an appearance in Thor. I'm pretty sure it's in the does. background. It's, 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 in, it's, it's in the, in, it's in the Thor which is uh, Doctor Strange's. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's, it's in the, in movie, the armory so of when you Asgard. go to Thor two, it's probably. Yeah. I'm thinking it's going to focus. But, but it, there's on, a reason they're in the armory because they're they're forces that if they're played with, they come at a price. Like I said, and the only reason why you guys know that because you're big into the comics. Remember, yeah. I'm a movie guy. I, you know what I mean? And to me, well, to me, it, that entrance, me, that was entrance like, was a weak entrance because yeah. all of a sudden it's just like, okay, everyone's assembling, everyone's well, looking good. Where's Thor? Oh, some lightning! Look at this. When you saw the yeah. Cosmic Cube the first time in what, what movie? In in uh, what, movie, what movie shows it first? Uh, uh, it was in Captain Thor Cap- first. It was in Thor first, right? Because Captain America was the most recent one. You, no, 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 Captain America. They didn't have the Cosmic Cube. No, before. no, it did. End of credits of Thor. It was in there. The, the the they opened the briefcase and it's it's sitting there. You're right. Sorry. Your question yep. was, what is that? Yep. And you, that bothered you about the movie. It did. Avengers answered that for you. 
So think of it as a as a continuing story. Okay, so how would yeah. Avengers? How would it get answered? Where it's Thor going to answer. It's going because that there's going to be a price to pay there. Because you see that line that Loki says, where how much dark magic did, did the, the All Father have to, to use to get you here? Yeah. To get you here, yeah. Yeah. But then I at definitely the same think time, if Thor like, has, if Thor two has that, I will fucking take Ashley back my words. Say something. Yeah, I want to say something so bad. He's like he's like on the ship, and they're like, oh yeah, here's that chick that you were in love with, and she's safe, and he's like, okay, sweet, let's go fight some. Shit. And Good. I'm like, what the fuck? It, that's got me thinking it must be to do with Thor 2, but oh, at the same time, I, I agree still, with you like, though. Because for anyone who doesn't know Thor 2's coming, or anyone who hasn't seen anything before, which keep in mind, Thor 2 like, hasn't been announced, the or biggest, it, has, announced, it hasn't been shot yet. The biggest yeah, two things I that I, the biggest two questions that I had coming out of Thor was one, Loki isn't dead. He's coming back. He's yep. going to yeah. be a big force to be reckoned with, and he's got a grudge. And the second one was, how is Thor going to get back to Natalie Portman? Yeah, and, that was my And the, the whole thing is, he has to make that sacrifice to keep Loki from being able to travel easily. He has to destroy, the, or uh, from destroying the... The, Bifrost. The, the Bifrost. Not, Bifrost. He has to destroy the Bifrost before it destroys the planet of the ice giants, yeah. the world of the ice giants. Mm-hmm. So he has to make that sacrifice over... He has to stop the genocide, but it also means he can't get back to this girl that he's fallen in love with, the world that he's fallen in love with, with Earth. Yeah. And that's such a big, big thing big to thing. leave that with for him to show up with a little bit of lightning, even if they do cover it in Thor too, I'm just like I, I, I wanted more. I like, however, how they did have somewhat of a romantic interest between the Black Widow and Hawkeye. Okay. That, that was perfect. Yeah. Black done. Widow, fuck it. Like, interesting enough, Joss Whedon said uh, the roles Hawkeye and Black Widow in the original script they were the other way around, and he flipped it. Like, so he was like, if you're gonna make this movie about five men. It's gonna seem like a gay cruise. So what he did is he flipped it. I'm where so originally that. the Black Widow was gonna go under the control of Loki, yeah. and so what he did is he flipped it where Hawkeye was the one that went under the control of Loki. You know, and, and, and I it's think interchangeable, but like Scarlett Johansson, I you want to talk about standout roles? I can't wait for the Black Widow standalone. You want to talk? Yeah, she just like have a movie. moment and stop and sigh and think yeah. about her not but wearing but underwear. Yeah, I was gonna say, can we think about her wearing that leather cat suit with no underwear? Just saying for. Me and Stacy, them flipping that role was probably the best thing yeah. they ever did. Well, for me too. Because I don't really want to see Black Widow if, enslaved by some dude. I want if, a if powerful was, chick as part of this thing. Amen. If I was going to go see a Joss Whedon movie and I saw that uh, one of the female characters was one-dimensional and kind of want, I would be so disappointed because yeah. that is his biggest talent, in my opinion. Well, one of, one of the best scenes was uh, her versus Loki in the interrogation. Yeah. When she best when she best oh yeah that was so good verbally and and, and like I was saying I mean I I could have I really Really liked how they introduced Maria oh it was awesome it was so good Agent Hill was great who I think Mm -hmm. is going to play a bigger role in the coming absolutely they had to they had to they had to set up somebody to replace Agent Coulson Mm -hmm. spoiler yeah. So it, that was another really oh. good moment well, too. And that, it's funny uh, when I was when it happened, I had this real moment because I'm I feel like I'm such a huge Joss Whedon fan that I try to predict his. You know that somebody's got to die. Somebody's got to galvanize yeah. the group. They're they're a ragtag. They don't like yeah. each other all that much. Yeah. Something has to well, unify the exposition, them. Position too. His last words. Yeah. Yeah. But it just it happens, and then I was like, "Oh, come on! I should have yeah. known that Coulson was going to die. Why didn't I see that coming going into the movie?" Oh well, that and he's like, he's like that one guy that everyone's like, "Oh, you're adorable." He's everyone like loves the Coulson. He's the guy that's the guy that walks right up to the destroyer in Thor, and it's just like, "Yeah, is this one of Starks?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're using illegal you know, yeah. technology. <laughs> just that, fearless. And the fact just that he had Captain America cards, I'm like, "Oh, you're so cute." Yeah, no, that was really so that, it was really heartbreaking when when. Yeah. Uh, well, like even does. like 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 I was trying to tell everyone like the people that are asking me they're like you're going all the way to see a movie like you guys don't understand like 
going to uh, like a midnight premiere of, of a movie of this caliber. Like, it's a different crowd. If I could have done it, I would have done it. There's people in costumes. There's people reacting. Mm-hmm. Like, like like I've told in this podcast many times. What what made Red State to me what it was was seeing it at the Wiltern, where yeah. you had people, you had 1,800 people reacting to a movie. When Colson dies in this movie, you heard the oh, crowd yeah. people gas. Yeah, yeah. When for yeah. it was Loki that us. did it, you heard one guy go, "What?" Like, <laughs> you literally hear that, like, and that's what I love about a movie. I want it like a fucking rock there, show. There's already, the energy. There's already rumors about bringing him back as the Vision, uh, which is another Avenger who's an android. Oh, Basically, wow. like um, his memory, yeah, him like learning. Because like if you notice, Coulson was already a very he's he's a very formal, almost robotic character. Yeah. Where he, but it's it's his dry wit, right? He's got this really odd humor to him, right? Where. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it, it's really interesting because, like, this is a character that's been a side character for all of these movies, he, and, he, he, and that's what he the single-handedly from. took us through the five, the five well, links. And here's the thing: him, the, and, him and Nick Veery are the only. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and the beauty of the writing is Coulson in the in the respect of the Avengers. He's us. He's the fanboy, right? He is he's the, the fanboy. was gushing over Captain America. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you're the first superhero and all this. Stuff. I was well, there. He's, I watched he's you sleep. the guy that we uh, all relate to. And, and you know, and, 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 and the movie earns its title at point. For that point, it's like, why do they call? Why are they called the Avengers? Because they're, they're avenging, avenging, right? Avenger, and that's Avenger. you know. Mm-hmm. It, like I said, like I, I, I'll sit here and, and suck Josh Whedon's dick as much as the next man. But like, there's just a few things where I really think they could have elevated this movie. Like the Thor entrance was one. If they would have focused a little more on the Avengers Initiative being terminated in one of the links, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, like say at the end of Captain America, it's just like, oh, the Avengers Initiative is gone. You know what I mean? They're like, holy shit! But we're coming into an Avengers movie. What are they going to do? It might make that moment of Coulson that much more better. Was this is what Coulson? Like, you know, what I mean, this was the original vision to have them all a task force. You know what I mean? Yeah. They said it, it linked, it worked, it, it went by fine. I'm just saying a little more emphasis would have made it that much more emotional because mm-hmm. that's what I was saying. I don't know if I was saying it to you, but I was definitely saying it to Ben after. The reason why the difference between this movie and, say, a movie like Dark Knight is this movie is a damn entertaining, great fucking movie that's mm-hmm. just fun to watch. I get emotionally invested into a movie like Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Well, I mean, I would argue that emotional investment is relevant to the audience, right? Like, I was really emotionally invested in this movie because I I, I felt very much that this is a very building story because I was watching it like as if it were a comic book, right? Where I think think the Dark Knight stands alone. I feel that Avengers is something that was really building up and Mm -hmm. and like, like, I, I, like, it's such a great moment when they finally get together on that, on this, on the bottom of the street and it's just like, once Hulk knocked out that worm thing, and uh, uh, fucking kudos to whoever did the score for this. Yeah. If fucking there was the points, like the, the slow piano when Colson's death, mm. the, as soon as the Hulk knocked out that fucking one punch, the and music it, like, makes it, the them anyway. Oh, and then they yeah. all did the rally behind. It was fucking well, phenomenal. Like uh, like I was uh, like I was saying is like before this movie, my favorite action sequence in a comic book movie was Spider Man Two, but this one just it, oh it, fuck this. Like, I mean, this it was destroyed like, it. It was like uh, watching this, like ever. like you were saying, jumping from each Avenger. It was like turning the page of a comic, comic book, going to well, each scene. Good I point. wanted to say the original Ang Lee Hulk mm-hmm. that wasn't from Marvel Studios. Uh, the, when I first saw it in theaters, I was so excited by the use of panels. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so comic book-like. Yeah. And then in retrospect, seeing it for a second time, I'm like, that's really effing cheesy. That's really yeah. fucking uh, annoying. I completely agree with you. This one felt more like a comic book. Uh, going back to The Dark Knight, I was telling you about this, Todsky, is that I kind of feel like The Avengers was really really based in comic books with the arc and the way that characters jump between different titles different properties uh, seamlessly there's this Mm -hmm. big canon of information 
Whereas The Dark Knight, I feel, is a lot more likened to a graphic novel. I mean, yeah. some yeah. people would argue they're the exact same thing, but I'd nope. say a graphic novel is generally a little bit more, I, w- I don't want to say mature, but definitely a little bit darker. And the pacing's very different in a mm-hmm. graphic novel. Exactly. Yeah. And it's more of an, I mean, a lot of comic books, even though they have that uh, weaving thing with yeah. characters and, and yeah. story arcs, it still is one shot after one like, shot. Like, literally, if, if you were to make Avengers into a, co- uh, th- this Avengers arc into a comic, it would have been like, you know, it's like Iron Man, uh, you know, issue one, and it's like pre to Avengers and Avengers would have been like almost like an eight issue event thing right because yeah. like there's a lot of like cliffhanger moments like the, you know the, the, the opening scene where Loki arrives on Earth and destroys the shield facility that's an issue then you get into like each mm-hmm. one of the Avengers yeah, coming, yeah. coming together um, what like I mean the, the part that really made me geek out is just seeing the dynamic especially like because my favorite Avenger is Captain America and just seeing like Captain America take the reins and basically using each one of their strengths and saying like you know you go here you go here and you know that funny moment oh, yeah. where he's like Hulk smash right yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, the, he's the soldier and he's the general well no yeah. and, and well like it's like that was a great part but I like I like watching the dynamics too where it's just like where he's trying to say like guys like back on the ship and they're trying to find the source and mm-hmm. you got already you got Stark and you got uh, and you got uh, what I forget Banner Banner talking about like you got Stark trying to start shit oh I got Jarvis working to hack the files something's wrong and you got uh, Banner just going well I just want to kind of do my work well maybe he's got a bit of a point you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then you got uh, and you got Rogers going we just uh, I'm gonna go look we for it to, well no he didn't do that until after he's like maybe we should just follow orders why you uh, trying well, to he's not stupid it? either right they, like, it well, made him question he, they, they actually made him, made him question once he had Banner yeah. he would have wrote Stark off and once Banner agreed with him then yeah. he went looking for it right yeah. and then just that turn to the moment like it's, and not to be out Sean I think uh, this is one of Samuel L. Jackson's greatest roles Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't, uh, to me, I still think Unbreakable is his greatest, greatest role, but this is, like, he's right there in this fucking Nixon. Mystic Glass. Doing the, uh, doing the action, answering those council scenes were fucking yeah. wicked. And, and that, stuffing it to them. Well, no, and there's during that, that questioning scene where he had all of them kind of ganging up on him, and he was just fighting back. I thought that was fucking brilliant. Well, that, that's going to be interesting to see how that the fallout of that plays in the, the future movies. Yeah. And, and, I mean, holy Ballsy actually introducing Thanos at the uh, at yes. mid credits. Let me take me through this one first, though. Let me oh yeah, you were like Red Skull. What? <laughs> I heard you shouts of Red Skull. No, I heard you, shouts you, of Red Hulk. You, you want to talk yeah. about uh, you want to talk about premiere funny moments, right? Because it's funny. We're sitting there. We got the we got the uh, we got the bonus scene and. But he turns around, does a little smile, right, and, and the whole crowd's like, "Woo! Oh my God!" Right, my brother was just like, "Who was that?" And I was like, "It's Red Skull." And it, it just when everyone stopped wooing, Tito's like, "It's not fucking Red Skull." <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I knew people around us that yeah. started fucking. I wasn't sure that who one. it was until the big reveal. But as when there's when the uh, the the other the sort of like right hand man, the sniveling. Yeah. Guy with the, the scroll leader, yeah. he's unnamed. He's unnamed in yeah. the movie, no, but he seems but, like he's a leader type. Yeah, um, it dire- clearly directly related to the Chitari. But the, the way he was talking about the lesson learned about Earth to to attack Earth is to invite death. As soon as I heard death, I was like, I you got a feeling. Yeah. I got yeah. a feeling Very it's the avatar world. of death yeah. because courting death is exactly what Thanos what does. Thanos does. Yeah. Am I saying it wrong? The, the, not the scrolls. I know uh, I keep saying the scrolls. No, you guys here's the thing. Me. Okay. They are the scrolls. Never correct me. But <laughs> they are the scrolls. In, like in the ultimate me. universe, in the ultimate version of the yeah. Marvel universe, the Chitari are the scrolls. Scroll, Basically they, they rename them to make well, them. I, sound not, more I said alien, it twice right? and you guys both said like you didn't acknowledge you say a scroll, you're like Chitari, yeah. Just, just 
ignore him. He'll go away. No, 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 no. I just meant that they're clearly they're, related. They're kind of like their avatar or their leader. Yeah. He's dressed in like in the Marvel comic books, the 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 scroll priests dress in the same type of wear. Because uh, okay. like the it, it's interesting. So obviously they Thanos didn't get into rules that. over them. They didn't get into that. Thanos is all over the universe. Yeah, he's he's like an interstellar warlord. Like he's all but so immortal. They went to him after. Okay. Yeah, he's, but, he's the mad titan. Well, he was the one yeah. he was talking to at the very start of it too, right? You remember? Yeah. He was mm-hmm. talking to the one guy saying. We got essentially Loki. We gave him the scepter. Yeah. He's gonna when they give you that little taste of one of those creatures, one yeah. of the big yeah, worm the creatures, just like in the back, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly, just right behind you. You're like, oh, I can't wait. So, so I, I, it was very much implied that uh, essentially uh, Loki survived uh, the de- the basically they found him. Yeah, and he's basically been, made a deal with them to you know bring him the bring him bring the cube. Him. Well, I like how they didn't forget the the events of Thor, where he still felt that he he rightfully needed to rule something, right? So, yeah, because he is for more. I th- that was a I great. Thought you were say that he survived the fucking. That was a God great moment, moment, even though he was literally just waiting for the Avengers and for Shield to come get him because he wanted to be where all of these creatures were, especially with um, the Hulk and Doctor Banner. I thought that was a great scene when well, he. Well, no, you know why he did that. What? They needed a distraction. Oh, well, no. It was twofold, though. Loki's the kind of guy that doesn't do something that doesn't benefit him yeah, in more but, yeah. than one way. But he was mm-hmm. sitting... Yeah, but remember that scene, though, where they're... Oh, yeah, no, he distracts... Like, we need a distraction in order we can get the... He distracts so that Hawkeye, um, can, under well, control, can go and get the Iridium. But he also does it so that he will get collected by the superheroes. Yeah. He knows that they're going to come after him if he starts killing people and making this big great to-do. So, I thought that was a great moment when the one guy stand, when he's given that speech about the how, two survivor, yeah. Yeah. How, how you will be ruled and you, this is your You're supplication and subjugation is your, is your uh, natural state. And there is something to be said for that because I've, I've argued that it's idealistic but the greatest kind of government that you can have is a benevolent dictatorship. Mm-hmm. But... That that is who like if you want to make the argument of for what Loki says that is correct. Our our as the masses as the people as the vox populi that is our natural state is to be under the direction of a higher power. But the one guy stands up and he says not to a man like you. He doesn't say no. Yeah, he says not, not to, to you. Like and you. that was perfect. Very interesting. Which he didn't die. Everyone thought that guy no, died. I'm so Captain glad the cap saved. Yeah. 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 That's showed up. very interesting because um, in in uh, the Ultimates, what they, uh, basically the fallout of of the Avengers going public or becoming a group is that the rest of the world is like, okay, so the United States has super soldiers. So it becomes an arms race and other countries start developing their, their own super soldier program. And essentially in ultimates two, which is uh, basically Avengers two, there's a, basically a group of counter Avengers. And it's interesting because they have like a, a Captain America, but he's Iranian. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, no, there's this very iconic scene in the comic where they topple the Statue of Liberty very much like when they toppled the statue of uh, Saddam Hussein, yeah. right? Because they basically said that because what happens is the United States government starts using the Avengers to end world conflicts around, uh, around the world. That they have no business, being, and no business yeah. being a part of, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. The whole point of them to exist is to resist the threat of... Extraterrestrial. Yeah. Well, that's, that's going to be interesting because, like, like we just mentioned. I mean, Thanos in the Marvel universe, he's like a force to be reckoned with. I mean, he like, killed his own people. Yeah, he like, he's like destroyer. Not of just planets. his own people. Like, yeah. Everybody on Titan, mm-hmm. the moon that he comes from. Everybody on <laughs> yeah. Rigel Three or whichever number it was. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's genocidal. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, and and like. That no better than a perfect fucking setup. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, like, a perfect setup. Yeah, it, especially now that we've seen the Infinity Gauntlet exists. In yeah, the, and, and essentially universe. someone who could like take uh, like you know how when Thor hit Hulk with the hammer across the face and it threw him back. Like 
Thor could hit Thanos with that hammer, and it would do nothing to Thanos. Which kudos to you, where you're like, I hope we see the Hulk try to, or did you try to lift the hammer? Try to lift the hammer, and they did show that. Good, I was in the theater going like this because you you nailed it. I'm like. That's a very specific request that you want out of this movie. Yeah. Oh no, that and sure as shit. Honestly, in, even yeah. in the comics, the first thing, the first fight that Thor and Hulk ever had was everyone's question was, "Can Thor lift that hammer?" Right? Hulk lift so, the hammer, or uh, Hulk? Yeah, yeah. Hulk lift that hammer. I love that we tried. And he okay, can we uh, talk about HJ scene? <laughs> I, I was wanting yes. to bring that up. It wasn't that just an awesome God, scene. It was the most perfect HJ scene. <laughs> I love we, that we're all on the same we're page. We're all on the same page. Are you talking about the one that I posted the picture of? Uh, this no. was a oh, way no, 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 no. okay. so We're talking about a literal HJ scene where Hulk and Thor. Are, I don't even know where they <laughs> they're, they're standing side by side in Stark. Oh, and, and, then, and then it's like, and then it's like two seconds, and I'm like HJ, HJ. and then punches him in punches, the face, yeah. and I'm like, it was an actual HJ. I was so <laughs> wondering. I'm like, he's really holding. He's really holding these guys well, on camera for a long yeah. time here. The Hulk's facial expressions. He's just kind of like. Gorilla-ing it up He's just kind of like <laughs> Grumpy And then you're, it's like They're holding it So I'm waiting for Thor well, To say something I'm waiting for Thor, Thor to say something it, uh, Like it's yeah. like This seems like dialogue I'm waiting waiting yeah. Then smack Punch Puny yeah. God oh, Puny God was the fucking, oh, yeah, was Loki yeah. Puny God was the Loki scene That had everyone In fucking Oh like, stitches Oh my god They're gonna fight It's like no They're not <laughs> And the look on, <laughs> the on Loki's face yeah, too Just laying there Even that exposition is built upon in Incredible Hulk. There's a really great scene where um, Thunderbolt Ross is talking to one of the the Shield or, or one of the military uh, agents, basically saying he's like, "What Banner tapped on, he didn't even know what he was tapping." He's like, "Well, what's that?" And he's like, "Basically, the power of a god, right?" So, mm. I mean, basically, it's just showing just how how the Asgardians aren't that far from what humans are, right? And what what the well, Hulk is. And there's the big yeah. argument that the gamma radiation would kill most people mm-hmm. but there's something that already exists in, in Banner. Bruce Banner's blood that is activated by the gamma radiation well, it's so it's leaks. it's yeah. I mean it's it's I mean the the super soldier program and trying to replicate uh, the Captain America program clearly was the goal but so it's safe to say it's, it wouldn't have worked with anybody but Bruce well, Banner again, because of what previously existing so inside him. There's so much mythos to draw on in this movie, and I think that's why the movie paid off so well. And like I said, remember, I even said it in the podcast. I said, this movie has to break records. So Marvel is laughing right now because basically Disney's going to give them whatever they need to keep this yeah. going. Yeah. They're going to make up for Lazy John Carter. Get that $200 yeah. billion back. Well, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> and more female characters. I, I'm talking about uh, Scarlet Witch, Tigra, like more of the female... Like uh, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is primed yeah. for Avengers 2. Yeah. Scarlet, like I said, Scarlet Johansson. I think, like, I'm trying Her to think standalone of standalone stories. Well, I'm trying to think of so who good. outshot anyone in this movie. I can think of like, a Hawkeye and a, a Black Widow standalone movie. Yes. That would be great. I would Even love to see that. Even a prequel about what they went through. Like, oh, this, mm-hmm. this reminds oh, me of Budapest. Yeah. There's just so many you, doors you that's so You think of Budapest so a lot different than I do. They, I think even a Hawkeye, Scarlet, well, uh, or uh, a Black Widow. Scale fucking. it down, make it more about these two agents, <laughs> right? Make Black it a prequel of what they went through. I wouldn't like to see exclusively a prequel, but I'd like to see a sequel that's back got, and forth. That's got some forth. serious constant flashbacks. Like, uh, Regular flashbacks. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't do. You couldn't. A I would, prequel wouldn't buy it. I, 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 I would be okay with it, but I want. It, I want the story to advance. Maybe making yeah, a shield. Yeah, something in present day that yeah. relates to their past. Yeah. To their uh, a mirrored, a mirrored a, challenge. Well, no, even an entire shield prequel. Well, here's the with thing. Nick Fury, make it all. Here's what's interesting, though. Uh, Captain America Two is shield heavy. They already said that. Like it has to do because for all intents and purposes, Captain America will be an agent of Shield at this point. Like, where's his place in the new world? Right. Well, 
Yeah. It's, it's just the, the first writing. time he actually got out in the world was suiting up as Captain America again. Yeah. For this the adventure. The writing, too, like, the, like... Like it's just like oh, I bet you ten bucks that nothing surprises you anymore. And, you know, yeah. like you know what I mean. Like it, it was that quick wit. That, it was yeah, filled we, with like whedonisms. Like yeah, just, like and, and he gives him the ten bucks. Like you, twenty minutes after that yeah, joke, that everyone right? still yeah. draws. For, right? for all the super the big Whedon fans, there's about, oh, uh, whiskey from of, Dollhouse in there. Well, they're all a bunch of yeah. they're all the a bunch of wet monkeys, and he's like, I get that reference. Yeah. You know what Wizard I mean? Like yeah, that was. No, no, it, it, it was uh, even like, uh, what, what is the food called again? I keep forgetting. What shawarma. 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 The shawarma. We season. missed that one. When you yeah. told me about that and I texted him after. What? I watched it afterwards, yeah. <laughs> I recorded it. It was so funny. I just died laughing and that just totally smacks of Joss Whedon. You just held thing. it though. Like, it, it's just funny because you get a chance to look at all of them, right? Captain America's literally passed out. Thor, Thor is just mowing down the food. Thing, right? and I think and like, it looked like uh, Black Widow and, and uh, Hawkeye were sick. Like They're just kind of they were super yeah. super done for um, yeah. well, humans out of Dr. The Banner is uh, pretty d- my favorite though was Stark was because he was the one that wanted to get the shawarma and he just yeah. has that still wide eyed like I didn't think I was going to survive that kind of look <laughs> on his face just yeah. like I don't, know, sh- I don't know what shawarma is but I want to get it and yeah. Yeah. his eyes were so wide he keeps looking at the other people just know well, you're waiting yeah. for somebody to say something well, and that's a human scene, shit in the you know? yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah it's, it's, it's more human oh and Stan Lee's cameo too perfect perfect Superheroes in New York. Mm-hmm. Well, we could all be eating Keep in mind yeah. that end scene too, where Stan Lee was in, did some setups too, where it's just like you got people going, "Oh, I love Thor," and there's the government they yeah. need to pay for did what you they've see the, done. Did you see the 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 draw the the graffiti in the Middle East of Tony Stark? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Tony Stark, Iron Man, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of follow from this movie, which is great because that's usually how the Marvel events which was play interesting out. Interesting because that last scene, I think. They went above to show the collateral damage point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, like they made it, it wasn't just part of the scenes that he was filming. I think he's making a point. I really like. They're literally destroying Manhattan. I really like. Oh, yeah. They kept and showing. I, you like, know what I mean, I think that's going to play a role down, view. down yeah. the yeah. Avengers Tower. I thought that came to fruition the pretty a. well. Yeah, yeah. 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 that was, amazing. That was so cool. I, I realized it after the fact, but from the moment Hawkeye, um, under the control of Loki, shoots that arrow and blows up one of the engines on the floating shield fortress. It's the action is real time until the end of the movie, mm-hmm. until the yeah. the denouement no, from the second act going. Yeah, I mean it's only, it's real time. That shit all all in the ship happens. Yeah. Then it, Stark flies to um, Manhattan, and then they all follow him to yeah. Manhattan, and the Chitari attack, and then they defeat the like the that's all is, uh, one Coulson's segment death. of time. Mm. Coulson's death is the lull in the in between there. Basically, from the attack, yeah. that's where we, we, we Coulson. Basically, after the the attack on the Herald Carrier. Coulson dies and everyone regroups immediately after that, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and especially like the, when when Agent Hill was like, uh, they weren't in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. I like they that. Needed a push, right? Yeah, yeah they, they were in his locker. Yeah, and, no, and that was, especially the mint Captain America card with the most blood on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pulls back to First Avenger, right? All that can't be is like, oh, he's a USO show, right? They yeah. justified all that action, which I loved about Captain America is like he had all the costumes from the history of the comics. Yeah. Plus, it's just jumping back to that. I, I love the fact that uh, he's so he wants to be a soldier. He wants to be on the front lines, mm. but he he. Uh, I think your word was it lionizes him being part of that USO show and and the repetition and and learning the the public reaction to things. I think it's so good because it's it creates Captain America. If he just jumped right out into the front lines, well, he, might a, he might have become a he might have become a Tim Roth. Coming off though at one point, what? remember when they he was doing he, when they they said there's a group of people in the building. 
that are being uh, mm-hmm. like conjugated. The Shatari are throwing the grenade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. then yeah. like they kind of emphasize. He really focused on. Well, here's but he the ripped thing. off his mask and then he blocked the shot and went out what, without it? the mask on. Here's the thing yeah. about Captain America is. Uh, more than anything, he's a symbol, right? And that, like, that's the whole thing. They know he's Steve Rogers. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. with or without the costume, he is Captain America. Yeah, but to see, yeah. like, here's the thing, like, um, interesting enough, Ultimates plays on this really well. Very first couple of pages in Ultimates is they created a super soldier before Captain America. Steroids, basically, right? This super soldier gets killed on the battlefield. Front, front page of a German newspaper has a dead American soldier with a shield... The cap, uh, basically the, the the old Captain America shield, America all over him, the, and basically president the president basically says we can't have this happen. You know how demoralizing that is to our troops to see our super soldier dead on the field, and so that's what it means. Like to see Captain America defeated is really demoralizing, right? So it's like to have him unmasked is j- equally as you know basically it's taking away something, right? So I thought that was really interesting because like. That's what Captain America really brings to the group. Like that's why I like the character so much is the fact that like it's interesting because um, in recent years he's been anti-government but pro-America. If that makes any sense, like mm-hmm. where he he stands, he stands for America, stands, not stands, the government. Well, just like, just like Nick Fury says, uh, we've made a lot of mistakes along the way while exactly, he's been frozen, yeah. especially recently. Yeah. 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 So really interesting. Uh, I think there was. I, think I watched there was, you sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was present I mean, while, you were, while yeah. you were unconscious. Yeah, that was yeah. really, really good. The, I had uh, some design, some uh, input on the design, uh, design costume, <laughs> and it's pretty much identical to what he was wearing before, right? Oh, and, I like the the cross the cross <laughs> zip now, though. So. Yeah, well, up, they got updated a little bit, right? Yeah. No, kudos. Uh, I know, uh, I know. Josh Reed is listening. Another, to this, so another um, amazing moment, split second moment, is when Thor hits Mjolnir against Captain America's shield, and the mm. the impact. Everyone, the energy. Collapses on itself. Well, that that fight scene was one of the better fight scenes too. Mm-hmm. With, uh, uh, Iron Man and Thor, where it's just like, don't, what is it? Don't take what's our, uh, don't take what's mine, or don't touch my stuff. For yeah, no, he the back like, and no, forth ahead. I love the part where he's like, um, he's like, if you if you really come, if you really uh, come in in peace, he's like, drop the hammer, and then Iron Man's like, no, don't tell him to drop the hammer. He loves his <laughs> he hammer. Loves his hammer. Just away. <laughs> like, well, no, that sequence, like, like I said, like the. I didn't like Thor's entrance, but trust me, my discontent was maybe about two seconds long because yeah. he kicked it into high gear right after yeah. that, right? Like as soon as Stark says, well, uh, I got a, I plan, do have a plan of attack, attack right? Yeah. And then uh, the movie is standing on this one, quotable. Steve. They're they're mm-hmm. they're, yeah. they're uh, gods. Interesting. No god wears that, to, and he goes right into. To show right you the flip it. side, a friend of mine actually saw it today, and he basically said it was. He's like, it's a popcorn movie. I'm like, fair enough. I mean, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and Ryan. Yeah, and, his, <laughs> and yeah, and his biggest thing was like, it's it, everyone. All of them were fighting for one-liners, and I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I, I'm. I actually felt sorry that he couldn't enjoy it on the same level as other people enjoyed mm-hmm. it because it's really, it's a really fun movie. And you gotta let it's the, you have blast. to let the kid of you, a kid in you, kind of embrace it. And I mean, and like I said, this is why I compare it differently. This is why I compare it differently to Dark Knight. Yeah, uh, maybe like I said, it could be just me that I'm emotionally involved in those characters more so than than I am with these comic book ones. Like I said, but this is still a movie that. I'm so glad we went to Edmonton IMAX for it. Yeah, I thought it was just as thought-provoking as any other comic movie. I actually, I personally hold it in higher regard than The Dark Knight, but here's the thing. I enjoy, uh, it doesn't take anything away from The Dark Knight, but here's the thing about Avengers. It's like, you're talking about two and a half hours. At no point was I bored. No, like that movie, never. Man. 
entertaining throughout the entire way. Even, even on the second watch through. Yeah. There was one point in the movie where Stacey and I actually reached, <laughs> reached over, over Graham, Graham and held hands. each other's hands and went, holy <laughs> shit! And like shook. Oh, it was on the IMAX screen, like when they did a one close-up of the fucking worm thing going down. Yeah, it's oh, oh, yeah. I love how like you could tell in the theater the people who have seen and followed all the movies compared to the people who are there just for the standalone. The yeah. Like just the instant reactions. Like our row I found was the first to react to everything. everything. Like when Stan Lee made his cameo, we're all like, <laughs> Yeah and the and theater's then silent like, and then you hear Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're nerds. nerds. How could they yeah. not know this? We're Stan big Lee. nerds. <laughs> No, like I said, like, and that's it. And like, even in Fort Mac, if I, I I praise up going to see IMAX, but like even going to a premiere in Fort Mac, you're still going to get reactions. And like I said, there's no better way to watch a movie than have that kind of shit going on. I want to hear gaps. I want to hear yeah cheers and applause at the end of the movie, like we did in Edmonton. I'm sure there was here. Oh yeah, Definitely. people clapped. Yeah. And, and, and like that that makes a movie and it's a movie experience when people right? clap in a movie theater I love it so much yeah, because the, the actors the filmmakers the technical crews they can't hear that yeah, they have yeah. no idea so it's clearly oh, just <laughs> it's just a sheer appreciation I remember, I remember actually I had this uh, really old guy in the store a while ago and he was telling me I was telling him about some movie that came out he's like oh yeah he's like well I remember when like I was a kid and when we go to the movies he's like before the movie would start there would be the national anthem mm-hmm. and he's like <laughs> and when the movie when the movie finished every single time everyone would stand up and clap it was just what just everyone did it was appreciation for the film and it's so sad that that doesn't happen anymore like people don't well, clap at the end of movies unless it's premiere. Oh, if it's a, a movie good like this, movie it, it I mean, reminds you of the spectacle that yeah. a movie is you get submerged into well it, really it is it is a popcorn movie are, it is an event film but it's done really well that's wow. not all it is yeah it works on on various levels right and oh my god you know how many kids are going to watch that movie? Because like, there's oh my god, right over their heads. The merchandising like, properties for Marvel it just shot bad. Where people are telling me they're bringing their four year olds, and well, I'm like, I, I got. Are there any swear words in it? Um, nope, not nope. a. Uh, it's pretty family friendly. Nope, there's no swear words. I don't remember I any. So. There was a fuck. Nope. No, no, because I would. The PG thirteen is it. due to the violence because you got Agent Coulson. They got stabbed. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> they were. I mean. In, I, I personally prefer it in a movie when there's like a big widespread invasion when you actually see like the more the Watchmen style where it's actually bloody, gory, gross. I mean, I kind of I get like I sigh when it's like a, a War of the Worlds, uh, the remake one, or uh, even in the latest Transformers where the lasers just kind of dust humans mm-hmm. and they just kind of disappear. Or even yeah. that that Darkest Hour that I haven't seen yet where people just kind of get disintegrated away from CGI. Or even in X Men. Um, <laughs> Uh, the third X-Men The Last Stand where um, Jean Grey keeps well, disintegrating just, people yeah. but, and you see barely any like pink red mist Spider-Man I, is the worst example of that of I prefer Ball. it so much when oh, you see the, the blood mm-hmm. and in this movie you hardly see any of the civilians on the ground get axed and no. I know that's a ratings jump and, that's directly towards yeah, ratings but that's not a part the, of the story I don't think we but they address shit, it you know they mean? address it Captain America basically says that all these people are going to get massacred if we don't get them out of there right mm-hmm. so that the mm-hmm. evacuation effort of the area yeah, what I was also going to say is, like, way. this makes me... Uh, the only bad thing I have to say about the movie is, like, this makes me kind of uh, really hesitant about Spider-Man and the crossover because, I mean, they pretty much destroyed Manhattan Island in this movie. So there's, it's very unlikely but keep that... keep in mind, fucking Brooklyn was destroyed in, during the Hulk run-in, and they never really mentioned anything about that, right? Just because it's... But it doesn't... Like, think about what followed that. Iron Man 2 didn't take place in New York. Um, Thor didn't take place in New York. 
and uh, Captain America took place in the past. It didn't come until present there day. Was Although that, Iron Man two happened at pretty much the exact same time as the Hulk chronologically. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like the the Harlem. I'm incident, just saying right? it could have happened before or after. Like like. That if, but I mean, if, like, dude, if that's your only problem with toppled. this movie, then no, um, yeah, all I'm saying is like it would have been cool to to think about the crossover, but it seems well, we less don't have seen it. They might, they might. We don't know, something. but I'm saying it's just like it's very hard to write that in at this yeah. point where it's like, hey, remember when New York almost yeah. got destroyed? Well, Manhattan is ju- is the only place where you know Parker Spidey operates. Really, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do for a sequel because now they have to up this. They've literally destroyed yeah. Manhattan, and it's like. Josh Whedon's worst move is making this movie because it it's like, go shit, space. I gotta do something better than this. It has this. to go into space at this point is the only way I can see it. Because, like, I mean, what else are they going to wreck at this <laughs> movie? I don't know, space is very they could, st- they could do multiple major population centers. Yep. They yeah. could pull an Independence Day and have, like, strategic hits at, like, Los Angeles, New York, Moscow... Toronto. Well, well the Avengers all separated, so yeah, where are exactly. you going to bring them back together again? I mean, it may not take place back in Manhattan. Like they all, yeah, they they made, all they, separated. I like, like how they made it very clear at the end, where it's just like we only need them if if we need them. They'll come yeah. back when we need them. Like well, yeah. Iron Man's remodeling his tower. Because we need them. How awesome was that? Pepper Pot and Tony Stark finally together. How awesome did she look in her jeans? Shorts. Yes. Wow. I wasn't expecting that because we hadn't seen any of Scarlet yet, and knowing that the only two major characters that are female is Pepper. The little things in that movie, like the the failed call to pots. Like I thought for sure we were going to get a fucking heartfelt moment, and because we didn't, I think that it was better. That was so so much better. I was like, no, you can't say that. It was better. One of my favorite things is they called. They called back to Iron Man two. In fact, a freaking Captain America calls Tony on Iron Man two. Basically. Every, remember I told you all the problems that Iron Man has solved he's caused himself it's always about Tony yeah, Stark how did you make your Iron millions mm-hmm. and basically Avengers kind of like that turned it around finally he does the self side he becomes a hero again for the yeah. first time so I really well, like that Captain America made the comment too I'm like about sacrificing himself if he ever would well the calling back to the grenade yeah. right from yeah. uh, First Avengers exactly yeah. go away exactly. Yeah. everyone run away mm. no very good movie I think like obviously let's go watch it again right now yeah yeah. <laughs> break I do plan in. going to see it again <laughs> I'm going to go take my sister to it so I'll, if anyone I'll, wants I to tag it, along I see it twice on a very large screen I'm very yeah. comfortable right now with my level <laughs> well they don't they, they, they don't need any more money from you but <laughs> Holy crap. I'll see it again in a couple weeks. My Spider-Man is next up that I, I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, I really, and I really want to get a group together to do a communal trip to IMAX for Dark Knight Rises. I mean, I am yes. so Because yeah, to me, like I said, that's going to be my movie where it's just a two-hour hard-on. Because it's, it's <laughs> fucking... Uh, Those sweeping skyscraper shots in IMAX. Well, it's shot, it, it's shot in IMAX, so it's just going to fit to that much degree. It's I don't know. As much as this 3D was good on Avengers, it's, Dark Knight's not going to be 3D. I think that's going to be just as good. And that last trailer was just incredible. Oh, yeah. Incredible. When they show Bane being collected off of that uh, prison air, air flight. Yeah, oh, that was, my that was God. The pre- that was a prologue. The prologue. You guys yeah. didn't get this. I didn't watch it. I chose not to watch no, it. We never, no, we never... I saw it, though. Yeah, we Norman had it Osborne. in the truck. <laughs> Norman Osborn. <laughs> in the truck on the way down, we were rocking really? the Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. I, that's who I think it is. In, yeah. in the Spider-Man trailer? Yeah. Like, does, he, does he know about his father? Because have, have you told Connors, him about the yeah, boy's you father? Connors, you have Connors sitting in the prison cell, and there's a shadowy figure in the middle, and I'm like, that's you gotta be that's Norman. You think that's Norman? Yeah. Hmm. That that one got me hyped up for Spider-Man, too. Dr. Connor mm-hmm. looks great in this uh, one, too. Yeah. There's a biological attack on New York City. But that'll be another episode of, of Cinephiles, which I think... <laughs> we, I think didn't we just spend, like... 
half as much time talking about uh, uh, yeah. rallies and, and might, uprising, I'm, and then half as much to Avengers. I think I might cut this yeah. into a cinephiles, but uh, <laughs> might be a good idea. We'll see how it turns this is a out. Whole yeah. Cine HJs. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry for arriving so late, guys. Thanks for staying so late. By the yeah, way, no problem. Oh, we don't sleep anyway, man. man. Oh, I just wanted to talk about the HJ scene. That's all. <laughs> like punch in the mouth. Amazing. That was a fucking fight. Well, the same like how Thor escaped that. Uh, how Thor escaped the uh, the falling enclosure. Oh, oh that was so cool. When well, he's especially like, you were showing ah, him a few times missing. Ah, yeah, I'm just like I, just, I thought for sure. I, he's gonna, like, I thought for sure he's gonna hit and just survive. Just I just kept something. laughing out loud the entire time. I'm trying to smuggle back giggles. I'm just yeah. I'm sadistic like that. Like, you know, oh. <laughs> well, and then the Mark Ruffalo scene where it's like you were awake when you fell. <laughs> that was, I think, that was the realization. Yeah. I think he's. That was the point where his confidence got to the point where he could fully control the mm-hmm. Hulk. Yeah, because I think he knew it was in him at the end of um, the Incredible Hulk. I think Hulk. he needed he didn't to like show bike, up on the motorcycle. The he needed to. So did I. Me and, me and Tito were laughing our ass off for that one. You didn't like no, it. No, I like really the, the, the I motorcycles. Was... The motorcycles a throwback to the TV show and to the Hulk uh, series, and and it. I mean, he needs to meet up with him and everything. It's just I found it a weak link in that scene because I'm like how did he know where they were exactly in motherfucking Manhattan that's a war zone right now on a little bike like I'm sorry I just thought it was, it was the contrast. he didn't have any way to like communicate it was the contrast that was funny because she got like epic epic scene epic, epic, epic scene epic, epic. It, it was good it was pointed it was funny it's just it's like the Thor entrance for me I think it was just a little just bit of a weak link yeah. it needed to be fleshed out more that's fine and I didn't want to see him like on his journey to Manhattan I just wanted him to like <laughs> little montage how, how does like, he's just, well, how does he know where they Maybe are that's my on only news. issue Maybe see it on the news Yeah, yeah. That would be cool Yeah If, he's like, if he was in a newsreel Like that's shows him are. like Putting through <laughs> At the end there That would have been good That would have been All cool. he keeps saying is Don't make him angry No <laughs> And there's something weird Within Stark too Where Stark kept asking Where he was And uh, he, knew, he knew he was coming. The speech, uh, the the moment they shared on the Hellcare. Fair enough. Where he convinced them. Yeah, yeah they had a little enough. HJ moment themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I like they the re- I like the reveal hard. where he says yeah. that he uh, he ate a bullet too, and you kind of see the reaction really and the way he says, "I got low." And I put mm-hmm. a bullet in my mouth, and the other guy and spit it out. That was beautiful. Oh, well, that so was so that was cool. the fucking scene where we finally seen Captain America for the first yeah, time so. in a Marvel movie, right? Mm-hmm. And too bad it was a fucking that's deleted canon, scene. Though, right? I know it was yeah. it was a deleted scene, which maybe that's Whedon's way of throwing it back into the canon, right? Like half and half. Because the mm-hmm. thing is, the, the dispute is he was in the ship when he got frozen, right? Remember? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's right too. Yeah. So it it doesn't. Fit. Uh, that's gone. Yeah. But comics have done those mistakes all the time. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. The um. Yeah. So that'll probably be a cinephile. Sorry, I, I just itself. yeah, I just jumped back into the conversation. Well, no, yeah. We're trying to wrap it up. Gonna, well, no, I'll just we'll go so back. Good. In. I'm so. Happy you can go on forever about this. We did well. Yeah. No, I'm so happy because was there a me doubt, too? Really? There, there, there. doesn't have the ask, best record. Ask yeah. Marvel. Yeah. And and it's because of. Whedon's failures all directly relate to the executives and the studios yeah. not giving him the freedom that he did get on the Avengers. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, he. Uh, I he wonder how he got a shot. Um, it was it was to do with. Um, he has a history with Marvel. He's he does, written for them before. He's written for them, and he was due to do the uh, Wonder Woman movie that got scrapped because he wanted to do it in the '60s, and the studio went and said, "Well, no, we don't think it's going to connect in the '60s. We want to set it in real in um, current, day, yeah. current times." And Joss said, "I don't think I can have the same impact with the story if we do that." Mm-hmm. And so they said, "Well, see you later." But then, thankfully, they gave him the Avengers because I think it's better. Been about women's rights too. Exactly. 60s, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Where would that that's fit in where, now? That's where Wonder Woman belongs. Yeah. That's yeah. True. <laughs> 
dipshits. <laughs> and I'm sad that we didn't get to see that movie, but maybe this will open it up. Maybe they'll give yeah. it to him again. Yeah. Well, now they're gonna, people are going to be begging for him to work for yeah. the for them. Yeah. Definitely. Well, especially, like, I think what makes him that much better mm-hmm. is he's got a, not only a directing credit in this movie, but a writing credit. Mm-hmm. And a mean? lot of people... He just didn't put it together. He created the yeah. fucking A lot of people peg him as a grassroots kind of guy. He's, mm-hmm. uh, he's an indie-esque kind of uh, writer, producer, yep. director. Mm-hmm. And clearly he's shown that he can knock a blockbuster summer event out of the park as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. for our bet, it's got it's got the lead run at like six hundred and fifty million worldwide, and, and that's not counting Sunday yet. Yeah, so. that's fucking unbelievable. Anybody else feel like this weekend. is going to be like the Star Wars of our generation? Like, it we very much feels yeah, like that. Like all be. these yeah. Avenger movies were like, were leading to. Yeah, I'm taking this all in right now. I'm yeah. waiting Ooh, for like twenty years to talk to my children. You got to look at the younger generation. No, but look at this. I mean, like. The build-up since, like, what, 2008 to this movie. Star Wars didn't have that. I mean, it was, what, six movies over an extended period of time. But personally, I think we've already got them Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know why you didn't see it. You like, know, I, I, I understand think, that. Uh, I think my parents may be having this conversation way back when. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck that. But, Star no. Wars connected to people that don't. Like that, I think this connected Star to everybody. Connected if, you to want, if you don't want, if you don't want the Patriots, to the Patriots, to everybody, the cinematography. All, yeah. all I'm saying is, like, as as guys, you're right. This movie's doing so well, and and, and yeah, it's going to break records. It, but, no, uh, not going to. But I mean, it's touch whatever. People, I'm just know, saying, really ten years down the road. It, no, I think it'll have. No. Some just just no. wait until you've got the full can. This is huge. This is huge. I, I, in 20 years, I'm going to be buying like a. Special crazy ass box out of this with my kids. And you're right. Be like, you're right. Ma was at the theater and saw this. It's you're exactly right. It's, it's so alive. It's, it's so be. it's yeah. so alive. But what the difference between what we're doing with this and what Star Wars did is Star Wars did that to the average person. Ours, I, this is going to be good forever. And I really don't think. <laughs> I think the numbers. Just I think the numbers are saying that generation below us. Look at these opening numbers. It's basically showing that this movie has has just as much appeal to the comic book fan as it does to the general audience. I mean, and look at all the doors that's open. There's so many other like things you could cross and create out. Of this, I mean, looking at Hawkeye and a Black Widow yeah, like and Crossing Spider Man, yeah. and there's it's so true much comic book adaptation so into film. Marvel has for, I think, created the first a platform. Time. It's not about bringing these characters into a real world now. It's about bringing them into a world they've created. Like the, every, all their Marvel movies moving forward from here is in a world after Manhattan got destroyed due to this huge event. Mm-hmm. But look at the time it's coming out. Like the movie, movies last past like five things? years haven't been like, that great. I mean, this is I'm I think saying, the biggest thing that we've got. Mm-hmm. This is new. This is fresh. Like this is. I'm just saying, like Star like, Wars had an impact, like on on they changed the face mm-hmm. of pop culture. Uh, Avengers is a really, it, it really did, but awesome, Avengers good is changing movie. the face of pop culture right now because right now I, I, pop well, culture I think, is regurgitating I think that you've take the everything year of release that's already been account. done. Star exactly. Wars, Star Wars is a is a derivative of Buck Rogers. So if you look at Buck Rogers and as Shakespeare. the source material, mm-hmm. it's essentially, it, 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 that's what, basically, um, the, the older people that watched Star Wars, they were like, yeah, no, it's great. It's a great homage to Buck Rogers and all this stuff. They weren't looking at it as, Star Wars is so iconic. And it, it, same as us right now. We're not the ones that are going to define this as an iconic movie. It's going to be the younger kids. Yeah. Like it's going to be those kids at the very end of the first Avenger with the garbage can painted like yeah. Captain America's yeah. shield. I felt like that was like directly related. That was supposed to represent us. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. It Especially I'm just saying, like, yeah. like, like, this is a really good movie. I just, what I picture what Star Wars was, was Star Wars was changed a, a way, a, a, essentially a society thought a way of things in back in the 80s. And to me, I don't think Avengers has Avengers. How do you think Star Wars changed people's thoughts in the 80s, though? Like, how did how did Star Wars do that? It became... It, like it, it became a public... A, it wasn't just 
nerds go and watch uh, uh, watch Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I, I think as as much as Avengers is breaking records, I still think it's the general fan base. You know what I mean? Like I, I would like to look at the people you were talking to the other day, mm-hmm. that, or the people on the were bus. talking yeah, to the girls on the you, bus. Right? Yeah, they did go on seen it. But they don't know who the fuck anything Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is. hang on, hang on. That no, the, mean, these are like 13-year-old Yeah, and also like, remember, even with Star very... Wars, everyone enjoyed it, but it wouldn't be like, yeah, remember when Han Solo left Tatooine to go save the princess? And, every, you know, the people were being corrected back then as well. Oh, fair enough. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right. Uh, well, we won't, we won't yeah. know for 10 years down the road, so let's just do a timestamp. 10 years. I'm calling you up, and I'm going, <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, well... <laughs> Uh, Are you kidding? Your teen years don't get me wrong. I love <laughs> I love Avengers and I love I love it all. I just don't think it's yeah. going to be changing any the way we consider pop culture. No, I think I disagree. I think this I is think a big event. I think it's a massive step. I think this is a huge event. I mean, I mean, think about it. Think of the last think of the last movie in the five in like past five years you've seen that's been different and hasn't been regurgitated and that hasn't been like a remake or a copy or like a duplicate, like something different that actually stands out. Avatar, fucking Avatar was a total, complete archetypal story. Okay, fair. Just like Pocahontas. That's one. That's one that's been in the past year. He's like he his thing was like, oh, this movie needed. He he said he said Avengers needed more heart that it had to follow the formula. Has so movie, much but I'm heart. like, I disagree, I disagree with that. Yeah. It's you know, you got you got all these hot shots that want to be the MVP, and then you know they get a rousing speech and yeah, they come together for the that, last you're game, right. and they, they realize they're a team. And they no, win I, the big game. Yeah, no, you're game. that's I uh, disagree. Like, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, don't put me as a bad guy to this movie. Oh, this no, movie's no. amazing. Oh, no, not at all. I just don't think it's anything more than just a really good fucking movie. Ah. Uh. Well, just, uh, I guess we'll see by the end of the summer. Yeah, I disagree. We'll see. Respectfully. Well, okay. We'll put it up here. I think that I think uh, Dark Knight Rises is going to have more of a cultural pop culture impact than I, the trilogy. I think the trilogy as a whole, yes, mm-hmm. is going to has, has got well, a huge. I think it'll have clout. an equivalent impact. Not uh, not, uh, not it'll be different. How can we measure this though? That's the thing. That's why we're going by box office. Good. I'm right. Well, that's just another bet altogether. So, well, like Stacy said, in about ten years, when there's Avengerites alongside the Star Wars fans and the Trekkies, like, you'll have all four of us on the telephone. Yeah, I, I will gladly take. I'll gladly handle. I'll gladly. It's not going to be I'll a telephone. Gla- it's going to be like a hologram of us on your wall. I'll gladly, I'll I'll gladly say I'm wrong. Two pocket into your living room. Yeah. Yeah. Your shit. Okay, here's how we'll fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how we'll measure it. If those fucking figurines are worth it's about like, four, meanwhile, four, these, like, these particular will not be worth anything. I'm sorry. He's like, do you Batman appreciate ones. the irony that you're calling me on technology that was in Star Wars? Okay, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go buy some Avengers action figures, and if they're worth about $4,000 in 10, 20 years... I'll say I'm wrong. You know, that's right. another problem. Right. Collectibles. Collectibles don't exist anymore because everything is being uh, brought out as a collectible. Yep. Collectibles existed because no one thought they would be a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think anyone understands that when something comes out as a collector's edition, that doesn't make it a collector's nope. edition. No. <laughs> Although I buy all my games as collector's I'm edition. Keeping my, I kept my ticket stub. I really now do. Now that, that, that is a collectible you know? right there. There yeah. we go. Yeah, I got my ticket stub. Ooh, oh, I think it's at the bottom of no, the stairs. Ours was it's my retirement fund, guys. That one counts, too. I'll keep those collectible tops. Those are kind of cool. Completely <laughs> sold out by the weekend, eh? By the end of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really pissed we didn't get the collectible glasses. Really. Oh, my God. I got the IMAX poster, too. Did you see Ben through Ben hung his up? Yeah, yeah. Ben put it on the fucking wall. I would like that as a series. banner, actually, a bigger banner, because that's a really good poster. Twelve oh one exclusive. That's that's the Hulk. 
Hmm? Bigger banner. Uh, <laughs> lol. All right, on that note, we're... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go, folks. I'm now doing an outro. I did the intro, and now I'm doing the outro. The... Uh, like I said, we didn't really conclude the show at all. We just kind of cut off and went back into uh, episode 40 of the Wyman podcast. So this is my little sign off. I don't know. Like I said, if you haven't seen Avengers, drop what you're doing right now and, and go see it because it is a fucking amazing, amazing movie. Uh, you heard my thoughts. Uh, you heard everyone else's thoughts. Not going to go into it again. So definitely check it out. So on behalf of Tito, Stacy, Steve Reed, Ashley, I'm Todsky, and uh, don't know what the sign-off is for Cinephiles. Um, see you next issue. See you on the back order. We'll be here next print. Ooh, I like that one. We'll see you next print. Either way, pick one. We'll see you later. Cinephiles, part of the Wyman Podcast Network.